five, four, three, two, one. All right. Energized Podcast is back. Last week I said it was episode 15, but it was actually 16, so this week is 17. 17. Jeez, man, you should go for the X Factor. Ooh, she's only 17. Hope not. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, welcome back. You know what this episode is going to be all about, but Barry, you always give us the rundown, so give us the rundown. The rundown! Okay, uh, on today's episode, we're going to be giving the whole recap of the Floyd Mayweather Conor McGregor fight that went down in Las Vegas. If you don't know what we're talking about, I don't know where you actually live. And you might as well just turn it off. Yeah, you may as well turn it off. Uh, we're also going to lead into the latest big news in the world of UFC, just touching on John Jones getting done for drugs again. Which is a sad, sad Again. day. A sad, sad day for the world of MMA. And finally, we're going to finish it off with the latest football news. The Premier League, the transfers, and the international football coming up this weekend. Yes. Backed. Okay. So we're going to kick off the show with Conor McGregor fighting Floyd Mayweather. Um, as you know, Floyd Mayweather took the W, remained undefeated. But we're going to bring it back to the start. So we might as well start with weigh-ins. Is that the best place to start? I, th- I think that is the perfect thing to start it off with, Roscoe. Take it away. So, Conor McGregor weighed in at 153 pounds. He actually looked a bit sucked in, didn't he? Yeah. Again, yeah. Um, it wasn't it wasn't as bad as the Mendez or Aldo fight, but no. he definitely looked healthier at the Alvarez fight, I would say. Yeah. Um, look, he made weight, as always he does. He was a pound under. He looked very healthy. And then... Floyd Mayweather came out and weighed in at 149 and a half pounds yeah. as far as I work. Your man was having a mare on the weigh-ins. What was the story with that? Yeah. This is like the <laughs> this is the perfect place to start. Your man doing the weigh-ins. Uh like he cursed on people and everything. Yeah, but he was like totally milking it. Like, yeah. like I'd never seen someone just absolutely milk it and then he's like, get away, get away. Stop moving. What what, what was the story with that? He wasn't even moving. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I honestly don't know. Um Here's the thing for everybody. Watch him making Floyd Mayweather wearing Paddy Power boxers. I thought that was just so stupid. Like, I, I think, so stupid. Yeah, but I think it was actually like a decent move on Paddy Power's behalf. If you if you really think into it, obviously they couldn't get McGregor to wear the Paddy Power shorts, yeah. or they were like they'd already paid out Mayweather, so they might as well get him to wear the shorts. And no, no, brilliant for them. Yeah, brilliant for them. But like, just like I think the whole the whole tour that Mayweather was just trying to say something that reference back to Ireland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, was... he probably would have been better off being on the weighing scales eating a packet of King Crisps or a packet of Tato, you know what I mean? Probably so. No, it was... Yeah. <laughs> look, he probably got paid a very large sum of money so yeah. it doesn't actually really matter, does it? Yeah. No, he was trying to make the maximum amount of money out of this fight, so uh, fair play to him, but it was just like, a bit like... I don't know, it, it, like, I think he thought that that would, like, affect Connor a bit, and, like... I, I think he laughed him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was actually a few pictures going around on Instagram saying McGregor actually had a boner at the weigh-ins, which I thought was very weird, but, like, maybe just a massive dick, who knows? Yeah. Well, I... I Did you I, I, see that? No, someone mentioned about the boxer thing, like, it's saying, mentioned that, but, uh, like, I... It's, uh, that was the last place I was looking. Yeah, yeah, I wasn't looking at either until, like... <laughs> I was I like, saw, how much is his cock weighing there? You know what I mean? I, I actually saw it on Facebook like McGregor had an erection at the weigh-ins and then like obviously like it's probably something I shouldn't be looking at but then I was like I have to see this now if we did yeah people probably like made it bigger and stuff as well yeah potentially yeah. so but McGregor was <laughs> wearing Calvin Klein boxers which I actually thought was quite interesting 
Yeah. Uh, what, what do you think of the Wayans? McGregor got like right in his face and did this like screaming thing and that, the air and all that. <laughs> um, he sort of went back to his old days. The sort yeah. of when he snaps on stage, yeah. and, like he, like he snapped. He literally snapped. And yeah. like maybe I said nothing. I was just like, what is going on here? Saying air and all. Oh, uh, he went all in. Yeah, he went full Jose Aldo after he beat. Uh, who was it beat? Because it was Dennis Seaver. Was it Seaver when he yeah. jumped out of the octagon? Yeah. 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 We, he went crazy in his face and I was like, wow. He did uh, go crazy. He snapped. <laughs> you can tell he hates making that weight and like, that was all the frustration coming yeah. out of making oh, the weight, yeah, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. I think he's at his best when he has to like make that weight. Obviously, he's yeah, he got a bit stru- stricter. Yeah, he ha- but he, yeah, he, like, he has to really want it or else he won't make it, you know? Yeah, because the worst we've ever seen him was the Diaz one fight and like he weighed 170. He looked a bit softer. Yeah, but he, he looked huge. Yeah, he, well. looked, he looked shredded. Um, What'd you make of the weigh-ins anyway? Good? Yeah, they were quite good. To be honest, it it, it was a bit different to like UFC weigh-in in the fact that you sort of like to see all the fighters weigh in as the yeah, yeah, as opposed yeah. to like I didn't give a rat's about any of the other fighters whether they made weight or not. No, I did Yeah, so I don't think like, anyone did to be honest. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it was what it was. I I felt like it would have been killed if they put like one MMA fight on at some stage. Yeah, just for the crack, like in the boxing ring. Who cares? Um, I'm sure two people would have done it if they. Paid for it, but anyway, it was what it was. That would that, that would actually just be more for my own selfish enjoyment, but uh, it is what it is. It so is what it is, huh? then we get the walkouts. Um, yeah, the walkouts weren't that fun. There was nothing too spectacular about them, really. The voters were made the way to the ring. Floyd Mayweather wore Balaclava for whatever reason. I don't know why. Yeah. I think I think he thought like that was some sort of Irish thing, and I hope it's not like thought of around the world that we go around wearing balaclavas because that's a bit weird yeah only when we go shoplifting someone's like that's an IRA <laughs> thing or like I don't I don't think Floyd Mayweather like knows what the IRA is so I don't think he nah. like did that for that I don't know it was probably he probably had some reason to wear it that like he thought was brilliant and no one else knew yeah yeah so well he he done nothing correct in like mm. taking the piss out of Ireland so I mean that's just added to the list yeah so showtime sort of left the McGregor camp in the lurch because they got Demi Lovato to sing the American National Anthem Yeah. and then two days before the fight Showtime told Dana, Dana White asked Showtime who was singing the Irish National Anthem and they were like oh I thought you guys were arranging that and like why would they be arranging it with Showtime production and like Dana White and the UFC and Fertitta Bros had to scramble to get someone to sing the Irish National Anthem they got a mail to me in I don't to be honest I don't really know too much about her songs or anything. No, neither do I, no. Um, but it, in hindsight, who would they really gotten? I know Dana White said he got onto Bono. Apparently Bono said he would have done up with at a wedding. So, But like, it's very easy to say you do something if you can't do something. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like, Ross, you cut the grass. Yeah, I will, <laughs> but I'm in work tomorrow, so I can't. Yeah. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, it's very easy to say that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so like, who would, you, who would you have actually got to sing the National Anthem? Got like... Got boys on. Brought stills into the into, yeah, the, into the ring. Something funny like get around uh, the heat now. Jedward. The smile on your face. Sure <laughs> <laughs> uh, Look, to be honest, uh, Mel May was grand. Like she actually did a decent job of singing it. Yeah, as far well, as I was concerned, anyway. I'm sure she was chuffed for that. Yeah. yeah. Also, before like before we get into loads of stuff, I want to say that like Showtime were definitely at any point they were always just. Trying to, they were on the McGregor side anyway. Put it that way. No Mayweather side. Oh Mayweather side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Side, they yeah, were yeah. totally trying to fuck McGregor over any chance. It's such yeah, a, sure. From from the moment like McGregor's microphone got cut off. Yeah. Till like the very last minute to Imelda May singing the national anthem. 
Yeah, Demi Lovato sang the uh, American National Anthem and it was the longest version of the National Anthem I've ever heard. And then she was singing so hard and so long at one stage that like her entire neck started quivering. And I was like, Jesus Christ, get her bleeding anxiety tablets. She's Man, having a stroke there. Everyone everyone was milking it as much as they yeah, could. Th- yeah, they were, yeah. Espinosa. So I suppose we better get into the fight. Yeah, we may as well yeah. get into the bleeding fight. Hold on. What should make McGregor's outfit? I actually expect it to be a bit flashier, to be honest. Yeah, it was like, oh, here, yeah. I thought like to be a bit more. I thought it would say like the notorious across the top of shorts. Yeah, but it could have been. Remember the iconic photograph of Muhammad Ali. Yeah, he was wearing like he was wearing the white. He was probably just gonna try and go with that. I thought oh, he was gonna go maybe, green as well. Maybe yeah. But uh, well, you know that outfit that you saw him wear. I think it was his Instagram. It was like the full green shorts with the green boxing gloves. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I thought he was gonna wear that because that looked really flashy. But yeah, maybe you're right. Maybe he's going for some iconic photo when yeah. obviously he thought he was gonna win. Uh, so the fight itself. McGregor came out in the first four rounds and like he looked good like yeah um he didn't look out of his depth put it that way no no he was like he was getting off landing more shots and I know maybe as time went on it looked like maybe Floyd was going to like try and get McGregor to punch himself out in those yeah, early rounds yeah. which but, is a good idea no fantastic idea in fairness he's not 49-0 or 50-0 now for no reason he was always going to put together a fantastic game plan which he did yeah because yeah. suppose he threw out the, his actual camp because people thought he was actually going to lose. He was out knocking people out and sparring and stuff. Now, how well... Floyd how, was. Yeah, so, so so whether that's true or not, he was just taking it seriously. He's like... Because if you think about it now, like, being 49 and all and some fella coming in now nowhere saying he's going to kill you, like, I mean, you're going to be... You're going to probably go through one of the toughest training camps you're going to put yourself through. Yeah, I suppose so. When you put it that way, Conor McGregor was not treating as a joke and, like, Obviously, yeah. and Conor McGregor was putting out a lot more of his training. Obviously, Floyd saw Conor's training, so therefore he made sure he was well prepared because he saw how well prepared yeah. Conor was coming in. Uh, yeah, so the first four rounds, McGregor was landing the harder, cleaner punches. Yeah. He, he he didn't actually really put Floyd in trouble at any stage, but he was showing that it wasn't this big mismatch that people were going to say. And like people from the boxing world were saying, like he wouldn't land a punch. Yeah. He, he like he's gonna get knocked out in the first round he, he's, he doesn't deserve to share the ring with Mayweather yeah. he's not a challenge whatsoever and all these people were proved wrong because yeah. Conor went in there oh they were saying also he wouldn't win a round he went in there and won the first definitely the first three rounds the fourth round slightly debatable but in my eyes I probably would have given to McGregor but obviously I'm looking for McGregor to win so it's not as fair if that makes sense I think that was fair anyway you know what I mean yeah um, did, did you see the same is there anything you thought about the yeah. first four rounds yeah I, I was actually fairly confident McGregor went three rounds up then it was sort of like 3-1 just to be fair you, know yeah. I mean? you don't want to be like 4-0 also the only other thing about it was is I, I sort of almost wish I watched it at home just I was watching the pub because in one capacity I would have got to hear more of the commentary yeah. I would have liked to hear more of the commentary and what people were saying because apparently Carl Frost was like slating McGregor on the commentary for Sky Sports saying he expect more of McGregor even though he's never seen McGregor in a box match and McGregor's 0-0 as a professional boxer so how can you expect more of someone who's 0-0 it doesn't make any sense for you. He, was, he was probably told um, to say that though yeah, well, he, was, he was probably just hoping that he'd push the boxing side and make boxing look great that's the thing Yeah, that, that's what it's all going to come well that's what it did all come down to I think yeah end. he was probably less respectful and he was probably he was probably annoyed seeing some come into what he would probably perceive as his sport and make like 
five or six times more than he's ever made yeah. off one fight. Yeah. And apparently he referenced that he fought in Wembley about 17 times during the broadcast. Where did he fight? He couldn't let it go. But then I suppose we move on to rounds five to nine. Yeah. Um, you could slowly see the turning of tides. Um, Which was inevitable yeah. against the greatest. Yeah, it really was. Uh, Floyd Mayweather slowly took over. But it was actually interesting to see because Floyd actually started chasing Conor down a bit. Conor yeah. ended up on the back foot a bit. Um, he, he uh, I think sort of rounds eight and nine was the serious change in tides and it became the Floyd Mayweather show. Yeah. He was landing harder, heavier, more often shots. And round nine was just a very bad round for McGregor. Yeah. A lot of people scored a 10-8 to Mayweather. He landed a lot of good shots in there. But yeah, he was they, going through the trenches like, then. McGregor was never, he, he was never so dazed and so out of it that you thought, he was going to hit the deck. Or throw the, yeah, or even throw the towel in. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I thought it was, when it got to the ninth, going into the 10th, I thought it was actually like 5-4. <clears throat> Excuse me. And uh, I was actually sort of thinking that McGregor was sort of on the up, but like, because that, that ninth round, you, you could have given it to Mayweather, and then also bearing in mind who's actually judging mm. the fight, that they're probably going to give it 5-4 to Mayweather going into that fight. Yeah. Uh, sorry, the 10th round. And final round. And then I suppose we go to the 10th round, yeah. and... It was fairly one-sided drubbing for Mayweather. Yeah. But McGregor did reference it himself. It was like the Nate Diaz fight. When they got to yeah. the third round, He, you know, Diaz absolutely barred him. And it was by far Diaz's <laughs> best round. But then fourth and fifth round, McGregor came back out and was competitive yeah. again. It was almost like he, he needed that minute on the stool again to refresh himself. Yeah. Even if McGregor has 30 seconds, it was a lot. Um, Basically, in my eyes, what happened was, and it made sense after fight, McGregor landed 111 significant strikes against Floyd, which is more significant strikes than Manny Pacquiao landed yeah. in 12 rounds, and only six less than Canelo Alvarez landed in 12 rounds also. Yeah. So, it shows McGregor's putting a much higher uh, output than both those two fighters. So, maybe if he conserved his energy more and true less, he might have been a bit more energised. Very, uh, yeah. <laughs> Going into the last three rounds. So, in saying that, when you look at it, McGregor had zero box experience going in. He had and he landed more punch than Manny Pacquiao, who, like, you could probably say he was one of the top 10 pound for pound fighters of all time. He'll be in the Hall of Fame. Uh, Canelo Alvarez, by the time he finished career, could be in the same boat. He'll be in the Hall of Fame. And he only landed six less punches than that, and he was in the box ring for. Two. Six, eight minutes less yeah, than two him. Rounds, but two and a half, really. Yeah. Um, so, look, he did the whole entire country proud. Yeah. He did himself proud. And the true champion he is shows that he is disappointed with his performance. He wasn't happy. Yeah. He felt he should have done better. Barry, I was going to ask you, so you might as well jump in here. A lot of people thought the stoppage was early and controversial. Yeah. What was your take on it? You see, yeah... Oh yeah, like I hundred excuse me. I one hundred percent agree. I think that the stoppage was a bit early, right? Because like everyone that follows McGregor and watched all his fights knows that he like he, he never like barred that getting choked out by eight years, but he was like right here. But no right one's that off. Put him down. Yeah, exactly, yeah. So I was like, Oh he's gonna come back, he's gonna come back. And then but in fairness he what he, he did get about like eight roughly around eight unstopped punches, like, mm. unanswered punches and uh yeah. I didn't like the fact that at any stage in the fight that he did he take a knee and the ref count gave a ten count or any uh, sorry like 
Yeah, the, yeah, the, ref, the, yeah the ref the, the ref didn't, you know, that, care to move. Yeah, yeah that, was, that was the first time the ref really had to properly be involved and he just, uh, he called it, called it a night. But uh, if you look back at everything, right, like if you think about like how corrupt main sports are in the world, like if you're looking at football, if you're looking at if you're looking at well, nearly everything, especially the boxing world, um, this is a, this was a Showtime production. I know McGregor and UFC were all involved as well, but this was this is Showtime's world. This is Showtime sport. This is Showtime's man, and there was only ever going to be one winner given the chance. Like that, that ref definitely knew that at any stage that he could call the end of the fight he would just jump on it straight away because I guarantee you now if McGregor was teeing off and May- Mayweather there the ref wouldn't have called it a day you know what I mean because everyone yeah. would remember the referee who stopped the fight making Mayweather lose like making boxing lose and MMA win but I think at the end of the day McGregor knows what the story is he's all about the money he's all about like this has done him a world of good like we did a competition as well to see who, who did everyone think would win and what round and not one person said Mayweather in the 10th round no one person said after that. They said a couple of people said decision, but uh, like think about how good McGregor, uh, McGregor looks after this now because Floyd Mayweather is definitely in the top five best boxers of all time. He went there toe to toe to the last like the tenth round, and like he impressed everyone. Like I'm, I'm telling you now, there's definitely big big names in boxing and in every sport are sitting at home now thinking McGregor, what a man. Yeah, for me the stoppage. I was semi-okay with it. Only in the fact that I don't think McGregor was going to come back yeah. and win the fight. So therefore, I was like, to me, it didn't really matter whether it went to points and Mayweather won on points or whether it was stopped a minute later, etc, etc. Yeah. I think the thought here is that Robert Bird, the referee, he was like 72 or 74. He's like a much older person. So maybe he sort of jumped in quicker because he didn't want to get involved when it was like even more vicious um also i think a lot of people are more mma fans yeah you have to see someone get absolutely knocked out cold for the fight to be like okay it's over or someone like not intelligent defending themselves it's usually more more vicious yeah i thought mcgregor saw his wits about him yeah he was like not defending himself greatly but he wasn't so out of it that he 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 was like he, he wasn't aware he was just. I think he was just so exhausted he couldn't physically get out of the way as well as he normally would. Yeah. So, yeah, it's it was an unfortunate stoppage, but it wasn't it wasn't a disastrous stoppage. No, anyway, no, like, um, no way. Barry, I'm going to give you some news that I don't know if you've heard that I've seen that you might not have seen. The three judges scoring the contest. Two of them scored round one for McGregor, and the rest, and the rest for Mayweather yeah. with a ten eight. In the ninth, yeah, the other judge scored the first few rounds for McGregor, and the following six rounds for Mayweather. Yeah, what's your take on that? And I, uh, I heard the eight, eight, eight to one, and it just shows how corrupt it was. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, Dana White was very unimpressed. Yeah, that. yeah, yeah. Like I mean, oh, what are you meant to say? Like this is <clears throat> the only thing is I haven't actually seen the punch numbers for those for those rounds, but I would like to see them because at the end of the day, that was like. Oh, I did not see. Oh, and put it this way: if that was a four-round fight, like McGregor won. Yeah, you know what I mean. Obviously, Floyd, like Floyd, wouldn't have fought like that. It was a four-round fight, but yeah. you, you know what I mean. It wasn't a. Yeah. Like M- McGregor did very well in the first four rounds. Yeah, well, like as I was saying, like they were obviously not going to let someone come in 
yeah, be, be and, Billy Big Balls and walk away with the prize. You know what yeah. I mean? Disrespecting the legacy of the sport, like they made the legends out of the fought in boxing. But uh, I suppose we have to sort of say fair play to Floyd Mayweather. He's gone out, finished career fifty. You know, he come out after two years retirement, and like he did look very good. Yeah, yeah. He, he but he changed his style as well. He wasn't yeah. like the uh, yeah. McGregor said he like fought in three different ways throughout the fight. Yeah. Those it was very impressive to be able to change your style three times in the middle of a fight. Most people, like, if whatever they're doing doesn't work for them, they're just like, bollocks, it's not working. <laughs> and then they don't know what to do. Yeah. No, I can tell you, you look totally different compared to the Pacquiao fight. Yeah. But um, that's that's what true champions do. They overcome this stuff and uh, And I think, box, I think boxing fitness is actually such a next level fitness. And I don't think, as much as McGregor is fit and understand, I don't think any... MMA fighter can just take a boxing fight and be that fit. It's like freakish level fit because it's all upper body fitness with like a lot of running basically. Yeah. And like most people don't train that way because they're going to be training against like getting wrestled against and that sort of thing and have that sort of fitness. Yeah, I know, yeah, yeah. So it's, it's a different fitness techniques will be used for boxing than will be for. Um, mixed martial arts I'm not saying McGregor wasn't prepared I'm just saying Floyd's been preparing for that contest all his life yeah all his life literally yeah um, so I suppose we might as well move on to after the fight yeah. McGregor did his interview he, it was a very McGregor-esque interview very humble in defeat as always yeah um, saying basically said the way the fight went that he yeah. thought he did very well in the uh, earlier rounds thought that he obviously got fatigued in a lot of rounds and then Floyd like put a lot of money he's fatigued yeah. and he just sort of said look Floyd's an incredible competitor which he yeah. is and he won he was like and then said the very McGregor-esque thing that he was like oh it's, it was a boxing match like it was, for me it wasn't like a proper fight it was like a fun contest as yeah. opposed to an actual fight he was like I feel the ground it's no no big deal so yeah. I was I was impressed the way he handled himself. I wasn't surprised the way he handled himself. I was just no. impressed with it, and I think Floyd Mayweather actually came out quite well as well. Yeah. Well, I mean, they're both happy with what business they made. I mean, they yeah. Like it's almost like passing the mantle on, as well in a certain way. The way Mayweather's like, right, I'm done now. Yeah. I'm sure they're gonna cross paths again. Uh, and I, I, business wise, the the more I see Floyd Mayweather, the more sort of praise I have for him. Not like as a person, but as a businessman, the way he like drew out the Pacquiao fight, it actually made it get bigger and bigger and bigger. People kept being like, "Oh, he's afraid of Pacquiao. He's afraid of Pacquiao." But the more people thought he was afraid of Pacquiao, the more people were gonna buy to see Pacquiao beat him. Yeah. And then obviously he went on to beat him. Then he fought Andre Berto. I don't know what he was doing fighting him, but that's what he fought. And then the McGregor fight, and he was smart. He didn't have to come into the media and say a lot because McGregor did all that for him. Yeah. And there was. McGregor was the better promoter, so there was no point him trying to promote it as well because people were people just cared whatever McGregor was going to say, yeah. so it was irrelevant to what Floyd was going to say. So at the end of the day, I was impressed with his business acumen. He's hit fifty and oh, it looks way better. Saying fifty and oh, I'm sure he'll do some sort of merchandise saying fifty and oh, and you'd be a feeling not to, especially strike with the iron's hot, yeah. and you can ride off into the sunset and promote his gentleman's club or whatever he wants yeah. to call so yeah he's had, he's probably had more eyes on him the, over the last two weeks than he's ever had in his entire career so fair play to him um, what about McGregor Barry what do you think of him post fight etc I don't know it's, like he came off very well as always he's always humbled in defeat or in victory 
Uh, I thought he gave a fair analysis of the fight. Mm. Um, looking great as always. I suppose mm. he shaved his head though before the fight anyway. But um, yeah, I think, I I think it, it's almost everything he does. You question, like as you said earlier with the boxers. I was yeah. like, why didn't he wear? Doesn't he obviously have a fuck you pair of boxers as well? Doesn't he? Like, yeah, you know? something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I wasn't even thinking that. I, I was just wondering, is he actually sponsored by Calvin Klein? Yeah, I've yeah. never seen him wear Calvin <clears throat> Klein gear prior to that. Yeah, I got well, almost probably where it wasn't wearing Gucci boxers. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, I thought he looked look well. Um, I think honestly, after watching that fight, yeah, he gave a good account of himself. But I, was, I don't really know if I'd be like obviously this Polly Malinaji thing probably won't really go away. Polly's also milking it, and as well, I have to give uh, like uh, like the. Polly Malinaji made an absolute fool of himself. First of all, getting slapped around by McGregor in sparring, right? But then running over to Mayweather's camp and getting him photos and all. Oh, that was like one of the most. It was like a, it was like a thirteen-year-old schoolgirl. Yeah, yeah. It was yeah, like it the was... definition of weasel boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like, oh, we got you, we got you, we got I you. Can't believe uh, it. I Floyd, believe Floyd was just happy to play along because like he knew build the fight. Yeah. But Polly Malinaji was like, I'm Floyd's bitch. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was embarrassing. It was. Terrible oh. and like, do you, do you know it what? made me lose all respect for him. I didn't mind them like sort of sticking up for himself when all those videos came out, but when yeah. I saw that, I was like, "Oh man, you've actually taken it far too far at this stage." Yeah, he he was at the weigh-ins. There was people shouting at him. Brendan Chab was telling the story. Did you hear this? No. He was saying with Luke Thomas that uh, people were like slagging Mal- Polly Malinaji, being like, "Stay to you, you rat, you weasel, blah." And then Polly was like, "What are you saying? What are you saying?" And got up and then spat at them. And then they were all trying to go from. Yeah. And like Brian, uh, was it Brian Stan? No, it was obviously someone else. But uh, was like trying to help out. But uh, like no, you see, no one even wants to watch McGregor pulling Malinaji now because like. Yeah, actually, that's one thing you should probably say. The actual contest as boxing match itself wasn't that exciting. Yeah, it wasn't that exciting. Yeah. It, it, boxing just does not have what MMA has. That like any moment finish. Yeah. It just doesn't have it. Yeah, um, the, the shock effect. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the scale and technique is it's obviously It's all higher. over. That's what I... Yeah, the scale and technique is obviously far higher in boxing, but it's, yeah. like, in terms of, like, actual boxing. But, like, just that one-punch knockout, yeah. it's over. The it, it doesn't have that. And the contests are so unevenly matched. Like, look at the co-main event. Gervonta Davis just smoked your man. And then in the fight before that, Cleverly lost to I think your man's name is like Bado Jack or uh, I don't know exactly what his name is but that was one sided for that Jack fella as well okay. and I was just watching them and I, and I just thought and then may even the guy even the guy who's worse has a chance of winning yeah 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 I just don't feel that in boxing I feel like the better person's always going to win in boxing yeah yeah definitely yeah yeah maybe except for that last Pacquiao fight I don't know if your man's going to be better than that Australian uh, fella yeah, yeah. So I can't even know his name. It's a horn, isn't it? I think so, but heard we were horn, horn, yeah. Jeremy Horn, I think. Oh, I could be making that up. No, I don't think it's Jeremy. All right, yeah, well, it's Horn anyway. He's yeah. like a school teacher. But anyway, <laughs> um, so after the fight, obviously it's all said and done now. Um, where where do you see McGregor looking next? Obviously Mayweather is not going to be looking beyond ass and tits in the girl collection. Uh, so uh, for, for me, I think he's going to make his way back to MMA. Although I think it's weird. That's going to be Kevin Lee or Tony Ferguson. But if I had to guess, I would say... I think he has more potential to make Kevin Lee a star than he does Tony Ferguson a star. Like a back and forth verbal altercation with Kevin Lee I think will be far more entertaining than with Tony Ferguson. Tony Ferguson, he just seems not intelligent, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like in terms of like self-promotion and like the hashtags 
Tony Ferguson used on Twitter and like oh, don't even use Twitter are absolutely terrible. He's still talking to what's called um, Khabib about tiramisu. Yeah. That was UFC 209. Yeah. Like the next UFC is 215. Yeah. Get, get over it, mate. <laughs> They're actually slagging him over a fight that didn't even happen. No. And then like Khabib's trying to look for a Conor fight and I just don't see it because I don't see UFC giving Khabib a Conor fight for failing to make weight at UFC 209. It doesn't make sense to reward someone for basically fucking up. Yeah. Unless we want to do Nate Diaz 3, I'd 100% be down for that. Nate Diaz was there getting photos with Floyd Mayweather. Uh, and I think we'd like to say that Polly Manalji took the photo because what else would we be doing there? Yeah. Uh, um, oh, he, I just I, can't, I don't even want to look at him anymore. I never knew who he was until the, the first show. I, I was almost up for the fight until like apparently he put out this like celebration video when McGregor lost the belt, which is also like embarrassing. Because yeah. like, I think it it shows the person you are when you celebrate someone else losing as opposed to celebrate someone winning. That's the way I look at it. Anyway. Yeah. So I, I think it's more than likely going to be Kevin Lee as next opponent if he beats. Tony Ferguson. Alright. What do you think? I, I actually I think the only thing that really makes sense is Nate Diaz. Uh, come back for a trilogy because they're going to have yeah as you say strike while the iron's hot. Uh, Diaz has obviously been put on ice and putting this on ice since uh, the last fight. What about an absolute curveball? And GSP beats Michael Bisbing drops the middleweight title and cuts down to lightweight to fight McGregor for the lightweight title. I th- I still think that the Nate Diaz well, McGregor Diaz fight's bigger. It, it is bigger, yeah. I think it's just because they have... Because be the second fight was so good. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah I think yeah. so, yeah. And the UFC have nothing else going for them. Yeah. And I think McGregor's best at one fight fight and so is Nate. Yeah. I think, I think that's the obvious fight. Yeah. But like, where are they going to have it? I, I just think it's weird having an interim title fight, an interim champion and then McGregor does not fight him and fight someone else you look at Whitaker. Uh, yeah true they don't give a shit about them titles man. yeah it's, uh, you're right it's, it's all about the money now yeah. isn't it so it doesn't actually yeah really but that's matter. what we want though as well I'm almost, I almost don't care if there's two champions in the division it doesn't really bother me yeah uh, in fairness you know <laughs> who the best person is yeah. Like Michael Bisman might be sitting there with twelve pounds of gold around his waist, but he's not actually the best middleweight. No, he's not. No, he's not. No. In fact, uh, I'd be. So, I think he fought Rockhold again. He probably lose. I think yeah. he fought Weidman. He probably lose. I think he fought Susie. Probably I don't lose. Know about I think he fought Whitaker. He probably lose. And I think if he fought, Yo Romero, he probably yeah. lose. I, I, the only reason I say Weidman as well because Weidman just beat Gaslam, and I would have said Gaslam would probably be Bisman. Yeah. So like Bisman must be like, like he's laughing. He's getting all these movie roles because he has the belt. Yeah, yeah. he is. Yeah. If he was out of the top 15... I'm almost, I almost don't like the way Bisping, like when he next loses, he is going to retire. I'd almost like to see him fight someone else at the top. Just to see, was was him being champion actually that legitimate? Like I know he beat Rockhold in short notice, and that's a great win, but like Rockhold was there laughing at him. And then <laughs> he, has a, he has that um, close split decision win over Andrew Silva, which if it, was, if it was given the other way, like people wouldn't have like yeah. had no uproar. And Andrew Silva also thought he won that fight. Yeah, and then also he has that Dan Henderson win, and if it went Dan Henderson's way, people also yeah. wouldn't be an uproar as well. So it's it's not as if Bisbing's wins as of late have been Devastating. absolute one-sided yeah. brawls and clear-cut victories. Um, yeah, so it's it's interesting to see which way Connor's going to go next. Yeah, I think that okay. What you said there makes sense. I think they're going to wait till after GSP fights Bisbing, and then sort of take from there. 
Yeah, like, I wouldn't be surprised if McGregor was at that event in New York. Yeah, he probably will be. I wouldn't be actually. I wouldn't be surprised if they announced the next McGregor fight at UFC New York. That, that, yeah, that's that's probably the shout, isn't it? Yeah, it would make sense. It's sort of far enough away that they can make the announcement, but not too far away that they're like, where is he? Yeah, they should make it sort of like WWF, WWE yeah. sort of thing, just like bring yeah, the stars there. You're going to have the Tony first and Kevin Lee fight first to know what they're going to do with McGregor. Yeah. yeah. And I don't think Nate Diaz is going to accept a payday until McGregor comes back, so... Yeah, I don't blame him. That's, yeah, that's, yeah that's, that, I think the Nate Diaz, if you look at it logically, is the only thing that makes maximum sense. Because um, Diaz, he'll be able to sell the fight. Because people still... The Diaz lovers and the McGregor haters are still think Diaz is the better fight. Yeah, yeah, they and still the McGregor, have that two and sides. And the McGregor fans are like, oh, he came back from adversity and won the second fight, so... People people still don't know who's the better man out of the two, or there's a good enough debate that makes the fight to more exciting. Again. Yeah. So that's what we think, anyway. Uh, yeah. Also, I suppose other UFC. Yeah. yeah. I suppose other UFC news. Yeah. Okay. So John Jones, as everyone knows, possibly the goat, greatest yeah. of all time. It's after getting done again. Now the goat with an asterisk. Yeah. What after getting done for? Uh, steroids after steroids yeah um this is after this is this is a mess this is a, why is he just always getting involved in like the the, the worst oh, oh, situations oh. all the time all the time i can't believe how good he actually is a fucking up he, he is actually brilliant at it it's the pro. Like, uh, it's, it, it's almost like winning the lotto and then like losing the ticket He's not far off. It's like winning the lotto, going on the news with the winning ticket, hmm. and then losing it the next day. And then people are like, where's all your money? Oh, I lost it. Yeah. I've never seen someone have so much talent, be so successful, and then fuck up time after time again. He... Yeah. Let's just see what happened with him. He... First of all, he was doing for cocaine, yes? Yeah. Then he was done for driving into a, a woman while pregnant while yeah. he was high and then running away from the scene of the crime. Yeah. Then he failed a test for tainted supplements. So I'm doing like the finger inverted commas thing. Yeah. And then we done, done for taking steroids. So he's on his fourth... This would be his fourth UFC ban. His UFC career could be over. And I still don't think so. I don't know. The ban he's going to get given is going to be very hefty. It's going to be minimum two years. Yeah. Two years is a long time. He's still only 31, though. Yeah, well, two years is a long time to be put away for. And then come back. And then still be better than everyone else when you haven't actually got to fight someone else. Yeah, I know, yeah, but I mean... I, 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 and apparently UFC, we're looking at UFC 216, Miocic versus Jones. I, I, know, I know, but that's why I'm like... So when, I heard, when I heard that, I was like, wow, are you joking? That's the fight we're missing out on, because... I know, man. And I feel so bad for Tanya Cormier as well. He has two record, two losses on his records. And they're both John Jones. And now John Jones is faking, facing his second USADA ban for failing the drug test. Why wasn't it why wasn't it someone like uh What OSP? No, why wasn't it like CM Punk who got done like Yummy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Are you more inter- interested to see the Brock Lesnar fight now that they're both on steroids? Yeah. Well, they're not just doing it in pride. Yeah, just poke him all the drugs. Yeah, 
Yeah, like, I mean, Brock Lesnar would agree to that. Joe Rogan says it all the time on his podcast. Why don't they just make all the drugs legal and we just see who the baddest man on the planet is? Yeah, yeah, oh, that'd be crazy. Although, I think Shane Carwin would have, like, buried people if he was, like, yeah. allowed to take as many drugs as he wanted because he was doing it when he was, quote-unquote, clean. Who knows? Yeah. He was actually clean. He was not. I can't believe John Jones is after doing that. It's taking another superstar away from the sport. Uh, taking, taking away multiple options of super fights. Yeah, and apparently that pay-per-view with Cormier did over 800,000 pay-per-view boys, so it was, like, definitely the highest one, one of the bestest, year. Yeah. And it, it was, like, it shows John Jones had drawn power, and... Uh, put it this way, when John Jones is on a UFC card, it looks big, doesn't it? Yeah. Regardless who else on the card, it looks big, it looks exciting. And just take him away, it's just painful. Yeah, and it's really... It, it, what, what's strange is that on the 6th and 7th, of July he passed the test and then obviously the week I think the fight was the week after I think it was like 16th, 17th one of those dates and he failed the test yeah it's, it's such so a like, mess He's so like, mess, like where like he took he took drugs after his last test and before the fight I was like it's a very strange time to be yeah. taking drugs like the week before the fight like, what are you gaining a week before the fight he must have been afraid or worried. He, he, he said it before that sometimes he does things like he, he, he went out and did, yeah, he self sabotages. Yeah, so he has an excuse if yeah. he ever loses that he was like he was on the cocaine a week yeah. before. So I really don't know. It's really crap news and I can't believe it's basically our only UFC news of the week. Yeah. The, wor- the worst thing about it is not many MMA, aka UFC fighters. Have that, have that like star quality to get pay per view boys. Mm. Like uh, obviously, one the, one of the first was Ronda. She's gone. Uh, Conor McGregor, but like he's in a world of his own. No one else is even on the same planet, literally. And then uh, John Jones is another big one. And um, by that, only really like diehard fans or people who are like constantly en- engaged with all the UFC action really know who. People like uh, Cody Garbrandt would probably be next in line, but he's not really. I, I think the fact that he fights at 135 pounds, and he was actually talking about fighting 125 pounds, that's like that. You're you're going into a division where people don't really care. Like look at yeah. Demetrius Mighty Johnson, who's probably one of the best ever. He's a champion 125 pounds. What defended the belt 10, 11 times. Yeah. And uh, he can't even sell pay per view boys as well. So I I, I think. Though Moimez Johnson's going to slightly change and slightly become a bigger superstar now because he's actually first time in his career he has a manager now. So I think having a manager for him is going to be a really big deal and he's going to get more of a rub than he got before. His manager's going to put him on the right path. Yeah, but I think if he moves up the weight division he's going to get punched around. No, I don't think so. I, I don't think, no, do I think he's going to be Cody Arban? No, but yeah. is, can he be top five at Bantamweight? Definitely. But who would you even like him to fight in Bantamweight? The thing is... The, Cody Park, Garbrandt, TJ Dillashaw and Dominic Cruz are the, the top three at Bantamweight. Yeah. They're the top three at Bantamweight by a long way. Um, yeah. Well, Lineker would probably knock him out. No, I don't think so. I think he's too good and too smart. When Lineker fought... Was it Dillashaw? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Dillashaw had his way with him. And I see Demetrius Mullins Johnson being too skilled for that. Yeah. It's too, too, too fast. Like you sweep in and get the takedown. Yeah. But basically, the UFC are lacking a lot of star power now. And it's, uh, oh, couldn't be lacking anymore. All yeah. right, who's who's the top five stars active on the UFC roster? Is it what Chris Cyborg? Wouldn't yeah, it? yeah, I'll give you that. Um, Co- 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 Cody Garbrandt. Garbrandt, you'd almost have to say Miocic, wouldn't you? 
My old is just due to be in the heavyweight champion. Yeah. Can you say Bisping hasn't fought since what? Oh, no, UFC yeah, 204. Can't, yeah, you can't say him. No. Um, suppose Daniel Cormier now. You can't. You can't say Jones. Because um, he's going to be giving back the belt. Cormier's going to be giving back the belt. Uh, it's such a it's such a shit like, show. You can't really say Woodley. Even though Woodley's probably on pay per views that have sold well, just due to being on pay per views with no, McGregor no. and uh, Jones Cormier. Not Woodley, no. Jeez, it's getting tough, isn't it? Cody Garbrandt, I suppose. The fifth one. Did I say him already though? Cyborg, Miocic. This <laughs> <laughs> isn't going well. Cody Garbrandt. Always trying to say Daniel Cormier and you're not even too sure about it. Arthur. And, Arthur. <laughs> and like you're not far from saying Anderson Silva. Oh you know? my god. Yeah, like still. It, you would have said that ten years ago. I know. Oh, George St. Pierre, because George St. Pierre is back. Yeah, he's not even back. Yeah, but he will be. But then you suppose you can say Bisbee and Gadget because you're breaking your own yeah, rules yeah, yeah, here. Yeah, I know, yeah. I'm, I'm just like I'm looking at the fires and I'm saying who am I? Who am I like making sure I watched? Who yeah. who's who is must see TV no, in UFC? And no, there's very few of them. It's gone to the stage where it's not the one fighter; it's the it, fighters yeah. on the card. Yeah, it's got the card. They have to they have to put three title fights on the card yeah. to make it must see TV. Yeah. <sighs> wow. Yeah, I know. It's a it's a reality. It is. It is. Like the, there are certain fighters that I will make sure I watch time in time out every single time. Yeah. But. I don't think I'm the average Joe when it comes to mixed martial arts, yeah, yeah. and also definitely not. And also, it's they're not always the champion. As in, I'd rather watch Cowboy fight than half the champions in the UFC. I'd Same rather area. watch Robbie Lawler fight than half the champions yeah. in the UFC. Uh, Jorge Masvidal is another person who I yeah. just know when they fight, they bring it. Yeah, there's action. Yeah, um, they're the sort of fighters I'm looking for. Do you, do you, it's weird the way the way like uh, yeah, obviously like we love Conor absolute legend, but like. He's so far ahead of everyone else. Yeah. Uh, it's just like, you're not even watching the same thing. The, yeah, the thing is, if Conor McGregor fought me on pay-per-view tomorrow, it would sell more pay-per-views. Yeah. It would sell more pay-per-views than any UFC ma- other match they would put, a, put in without Conor McGregor. Yeah. Unless maybe they made like Nick Diaz fight Nate Diaz. Yeah. You, you know what I mean? Yeah, I just love that like, the love of McGregor like like bled into the rest of the yeah. UFC fighters. You know what I mean? It's gonna be interesting to see what his next payday is in the UFC because it's gonna to have to be massive. Yeah, I know. Yeah. So I think that's our UFC news. It wasn't great news, but it's news controversial nonetheless. Um. So I think that brings us on to football. Yes. Uh. Obviously. Obviously. Big weekend of football. Anyway. Um. um we, we should might kick well it start off. off with the Premier League. I think. Yeah, we should kick it off with one of the first games of the weekend. There was no Friday game this week. Sure, it wasn't no. the first thing Saturday. Yeah, unfortunately not. I would have liked to... The Saturday fixtures, there wasn't actually many great ones. There was a lot of midweek, mid-table fixtures, wasn't there? Yeah, well, uh, City won against Bournemouth 2-1. And, uh, oh, it scored in the 97th yeah, minute. Yeah, uh, Sterling scored in the 97th minute. And I couldn't believe this happened, right? Because like literally like 30 seconds beforehand, Bournemouth were going for the winner. Then the ball goes down. Sterling deflected goal into the side of the net and then he jumps into the crowd. And the oh. crowd went nuts. It was almost like when Aguero was the winner for the league against QPR all them years ago. But uh, he eventually got this, a second yellow card for celebrating in the crowd and got sent off. I thought that was extraordinarily harsh. Also, have to mention, Charlie Daniels probably scored the gold season yeah, so far. Yeah. It was an absolute peach of a left foot. Couldn't believe yeah. how well he struggled. It was a bit like Ever's goal in the Champions League against Bayern Munich in the Allianz. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, but Sterling really shouldn't have got sent off for this. It was a bit of farce. And then, like, Aguero pleading with the police and the security guards to stop, like, hurting the fans. It, it all got a bit much. It went over the top, yeah. It went over the top. You know, that was more of a talking point than the actual True, uh, yeah. game itself. And uh, I didn't actually get to see the game. I only watched on match of the day. I don't know why there was 10 minutes added on time. I think it was 11 at the end. It was very oh, long. Um, yeah, it, went over, it went to 100 minutes. But the thing is, like, taking that passion... Yeah, bear in mind, I'm not a City supporter. But like taking away that passion out of football, you're almost taking the life out of it as well. Like, Yeah. Yeah, it was Alan a bit Shearer, excessive. Alan Shearer was really unhappy with it. Yeah, yeah it's a bit excessive, but I mean... That was a really important goal for them, and uh, what are you meant to do? Like, be it couldn't mean where they end up finishing the league at the end of the yeah. That's the thing. Two two extra points, you know. Two extra points can mean a lot. Yeah, especially after drawing against everything there in the previous game. Yeah. Do you think? Do you think they should? That should be rescinded now. Well, uh, they might as well try and appeal it. It's not like they don't have a squad that if they if he does get banned for an extra game will affect them. And if they do get rid of it, well, then they get to keep him and he's on form at the moment because yeah. he scored twice so far this season. Yeah, no, yeah, and he hadn't scored in ages yeah. before that. Uh, also, Swansea beat Chris Palace 2 0. Palace yeah. are bottom of the table, I think, are they? Palace, they're not looking good, man. Uh, they they lost 3 0 in the first game of the season to Huddersfield, didn't they? And they were in Selhurst Park again. They conceded five goals at home this year. Terrible result for Palace. Uh, Tommy Abraham scored for Swansea, which is good to see because he actually looks quite good. Yeah, good um, physique. But I, I, I think both those teams are in trouble this year and Frank De Boer is doing a terrible job so far which I'm quite surprised at because I didn't think he was going to do a terrible job. Yeah, but I think like Crystal Palace sort of built himself up on like almost like a Tony Pulis style if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. And then uh, now, now they, they want to get the ball down and start playing football. And uh, I, I think it's quite strange because they actually have not a terrible team when no no they've some, they've some good balls although I think I think having Zaha out for a month is going to really hurt them yeah. yeah he's definitely their best player yeah but I think he's a bit overrated as well like you know what I mean yeah but I think when it comes to, in that team he's like the big fish in the oh, small yeah. pond and he's going to really stand out and all the players are definitely like we love you Zaha and, yeah. and he's like yeah loving it lads yeah sure we're in Spurs trying to get him as well yeah uh, another one Newcastle actually won 3-0 against West Ham uh, Here's the other team, the other Crystal Palace team. I think actually West Ham are bottom of the table. Yeah, no, I'm pretty sure they are. Yeah. yeah. So what? What? You know, he beat them four 0 They lost three 0 to Newcastle. And what was? Oh, three 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 nil again. No, it was three two to Southampton. Oh, three two. Yeah. So Joe Hart has conceded ten goals in his first three yeah. games as West Ham yeah. goalkeeper. Slaven Village is not going very well. Yeah, Slaven Village is in uh, a lot of trouble. They were talking about it already. But if you have to bear in mind that West Ham's first three games have all been away from home, as well. Yeah, you know I mean? but they're not. It's not like they were very hot at home last I know, year. I know, yeah. but I mean, like after investing all that money to not even get get to play a home game, I think would be a bit harsh, you know. That is true. Although Newcastle, look, yeah, New crap, Ca- man. yeah, Rafa Benitez was out there going, "I have low championship players, and I haven't got anyone this year," and like <laughs> basically giving out with the players. Matt Ritchie came out, um, sort of semi defended the players. He he was saying that. Yeah, we obviously do want to add talent squad, so he's basically saying his own team's not good enough, but we have to rise to the occasion. Yeah. No, they so. need an investment, definitely. Yeah. Uh, also, Manchester United beat Leicester City 2-0. Uh, Ten goals scored for Manchester United this season, zero goals conceded. Yeah, it's funny how... Just putting that out there. It's funny how Rashford came on, scored. Flaney came on and scored as well. Um, 1-2-0 and missed the penalty. Yeah, Lukaku missed the penalty. Lukaku had scored... Oh, well, that was a great save. No, yeah, it was. Lukaku had scored three out of five penalties and then he took that and missed, so he's missed half his penalties now. But, uh, you know, I just look very solid again at the back. 
Uh, Leicester City never really looked like they could really do anything to affect United. I, I felt like they made a bad decision taking off Vardy at a certain stage because he's the life and soul of front three running around, isn't he? There's rumours of him transferring out there, though. Well, so be it. Uh, Mares. Mares looked interested. Maybe he's trying to get another move, but... Uh, Hold on. Just going back to the Lukaku thing, would you take him off penalties, would you? Um, it's, it's sort of a, a risque call, isn't it? Yeah, uh, put it this way. Whoever whoever has the balls to take the penalty should take the penalty. Like, I remember Pogba took a couple of penalties last year, buried them. Um, I was, was going to say, Pogba seems like someone who almost should take the penalties. I feel like he's sort of flamboyant enough that if, if he did miss, it wouldn't affect him yeah. too much. I'm sure it'll come in time, you know what I mean? Um, who, what was the penalty for? I can't actually remember. Was, um, was someone failed or... No, it, it was handball. handball. Uh, I think was Danny Simpson handballed in the box, oh, okay. uh, but he couldn't really move his arm. But I mean, it was one where if they were given, if City, uh, Leicester City were given that penalty, they would have definitely taken it anyway. Uh, <laughs> I don't think anyone's said no to a penalty. Yeah. No. <laughs> uh, also, in the other games of the weekend, Huddersfield drew nil off Southampton and Watford drew nil all with Brighton. Oh yeah, tell somebody cares. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, very good win there for Chelsea against Everton two 0 Yeah, it was quite impressive. And Morata was involved in both goals, as far as I'm aware. He assisted for Fabregas, was it? Yeah. And then he scored one himself. So he is looking quite dangerous for them in regards to what they're doing. But I oh know I'm I'm not sold on Chelsea yet. So it'll be interesting to see what they do. Although they're picking up the wins. Yeah. Um. Also, Liverpool beat Arsenal four 0 Hashtag Van Grew. What's going on with that? What's going on with it? both teams? In fairness, uh, uh, hold on. I have to ask this. So. So far, see if you agree with me or not. Yeah. So far, in Arsenal's top five players this year would be that new fella, Klosalnich, or however you say his name, and Lacazette. Would you agree? Yeah. Two new lads brought in. Both started on the bench. Yeah. Why would you buy a £50 million striker who scored in the first game, had this loud goal in the next game, so he sure has the eye for goal, and then you put him on the bench against in your biggest game of the season so far? What's Wenger doing? I've no idea. And the players. Bellerin started at left back. Yeah, some of these players are absolutely shit. Like Holgate. Holding. Oh, whatever. <laughs> like, you don't even know his name. Yeah, yeah, sorry. Holgate plays. I was, I, was like, I was actually looking at the Arsenal <laughs> team. And I was like, I was saying, if you take Shelley out of centre half, they had Holding and Monreal as the other two centre backs. I was like, I was trying to think of another Premier League team who would have like similar. Ability centre half, and like most of the set other set Premier League teams would have better centre halves. Yeah, in West Ham or bottom of the league would have Winston Reid and Fonte, and they're better than Monreal and Holden. Yeah, and then Bellerin's playing left wing back, even though he's a right wing back, and you could almost put an argument that he's the best right wing back of the league. Yeah. and he's playing left Definitely wing back. The fastest. You have Ramsey and Jacko, I think, playing centre midfield. Yeah, uh, neither of them. Are particularly doing fabulous at the moment. Jack has been sent off quite a few times in his Arsenal career, and Ramsey almost looks like a headless chicken at times for Arsenal. Ozil absolutely disappearing in the big games. Sanchez taken off after 60 minutes. Lacazette brought on to play on the left hand side, not up front. Welbeck was nowhere to be seen. Like, where, like, what is this Arsenal team doing, they, they, and where are they going? They're going straight through Europa League, man. He's lost the dressing room. Like, I mean, that's it, really, isn't it? It's like that, before that game, we said that the winner between Liverpool and Arsenal, the winner would de- we'll we'll get top four. Yeah, yeah, and, and the other one will lose. Will not get top four. And then yeah, like, four nil, four nil is absolutely pounded. Four nil. Even Daniel Sturridge scored, and he the chap barely even has a leg. Oh, always finished I, though. 
I don't know what to say. Who was it? Jamie Carragher was calling them cowards. And that's really what they are, isn't it? Who else in Liverpool played? Well, what's the it, what, they played Watford, I think. They just uh, they uh, they drew trio Watford. And who else? Who did Liverpool play last week? They won't. Put it this way. They did not... They beat Arsenal better than they beat the other two teams they played. Yeah. That's what I'm trying to... That's the point I'm trying to get across. That so far, Arsenal's been the easiest game for Liverpool this hmm. season. Which is not a very nice thing to hear for an Arsenal fan. No. Absolutely trounced. And it wasn't even competitive from what I saw. No, I don't even know how they're going to fix that as well. Yeah, um, it's, like Sanchez... It's not like Koscielny didn't play because normally when yeah. Koscielny's not there they fall apart but Koscielny was on and they lost 4-0. I don't even know what, I don't know what Arsenal can do. There's no... They just seem like too nice. It's sort of like don't show you when you're in school and then the first year is played the sixth years and the yeah. sixth year is just sort of bully. That's what we're sort of looking at. Arsenal are sort of like the first years. Yeah, I, I think I was listening to Gary Neville say it and he was saying that Arsenal don't set up to play against other teams they set up the same way to play against each team they don't take into account that yeah it actually was Gary Neville they don't take into account that when you play someone like Liverpool you would have had to mark a Steven Gerrard uh, Gary Neville was saying when they played Liverpool they made sure Darren Fletcher played because he'd sit back and mark Gerrard yeah. and Arsenal don't seem to set up to, no. to, to play these teams yeah. and that's why they've been hammered they've lost Six six nil to Chelsea. They've lost six three to Man City. They lost eight two to Man United. They lost four nil to Liverpool. That's yeah. why they're getting hammered by these big teams. Because once they get a run at them, they know how to score all the goals against them. Yeah, they need to invest in someone like if I, if I was Wenger, I'd be like, right, we're we're going for Vidal, and that is it. They need yeah. someone to go in and break legs like that. Yeah. Match imagine have Matuidi and Vidal there. They 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 need they need they needed Matic. They need and we got them. They need yeah yeah, yeah exactly yeah, they, yeah. They, they need they needed someone. Who not only is not only is like that Fidel biting them, but needs someone who can actually orchestrate the game yeah. from a defensive point and then push them forward and inspire. Uh, yeah. There was there's another thing there. Um, people give out about Mourinho how like sometimes he wins dirty or he wins good, whatever. But like Wenger is just so adamant that he's going to try and play the best football that he can play. But in the Premier League, sometimes you have to go to them away days that where you have to play shit and win, and you're not always going to get the rub of the green. Like sometimes you're gonna get a penalty given against you, or sometimes it's gonna be a free kick that was never given, and then they score. Well, the, the, you have to just you have to just go. You have to be able to win. Like if Plan A doesn't work, you have to have a Plan B. You have to have a Plan C, and then also you know have a Plan F with Fellaini. And I feel like Arsenal once Plan A's out, so out the window, and they're getting bullied around. There's no one really to uh, re-energize them. This is the state of Arsenal football club at the moment. They've spent five million net total this year. Right? Fact. Their best player, Alexis Sanchez, doesn't want to sniff the ball for them. No. Absolute fact. They're, and Dyer and either centre-half are playing the left-back at centre-half. Alex Oxlade-Chamberlain hates the club so much that he's turned down 180 grand a week for them. And he's not even that good a footballer. No. Like, I, I honestly don't know where they're going. I don't think anyone knows where it's going. It's almost like the, the Rooney thing. That's why Rooney's had to re... Invent himself. Yeah, yeah, but like I mean, I think it's just gone stale now, and it's just sort of like, it's like when you're if you're you know going out with someone and you're just going out with them just because you've been out with them for so many years, mm-hmm. but realistically you both know you should take the break. I think that I think Wenger's he should have just went. You know like, what? Someone should have been sent off for us as well. If you're going to lose four 0 like at least show that you care enough to get sent off. <laughs> <laughs> do something it was just nothing I can't I'm just so grateful I'm not an Arsenal fan yeah. did you see Alexis Sanchez put a picture up on Instagram just him with his head down no caption yeah like I mean they, oh, whatever uh, uh, he's hard to go for sympathy because he's not going to get it anyway. remember he was like oh my lip sympathy 
Seventy boy. I think that's it. What, yeah. what, what was the last game? Spurs drew one all with Burnley. Yeah. Great result for Burnley. Robbie Brady got the assist for the goal. So yeah. fair play to Robbie Brady. Brand new player Woody scored the goal for. Oh yeah, Brandy the fellow. Who's he from Leeds? Yeah, Super Leeds. Yeah. Um, yeah, terrible result for Spurs. They should really be beating Burnley at home. That, but that, that Wembley, that Wembley is going to be X factor for them. Uh, also, West Brom drew one all with Stoke. Crouchy back in the score sheet. Absolute joint. No, apparently, <laughs> apparently, Man City are going to pay up to thirty million pounds for Johnny Evans. Apparently, a twenty-three million pound bid was rejected for Johnny Evans. Yeah, from Leicester. Oh, from Leicester. Yes, yeah, oh, Leicester. I thought, I, 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 thought, I thought it was Man City. No, well, Man City. I suppose he wants him as well. Uh, I suppose that sort of leads us into our transfer talks, doesn't it? Yeah. Uh, for, first of all, we're going to start off with Latan is back. Um, Great to see it. It was actually done quite well, wasn't it? Yeah, uh, videos and everything, yeah. Videos on Instagram and all that, and Zlatan just being Zlatan, good to see him back. It'll be interesting to see how he gets on with Luke Haku. I think it's good for the um, league as well. Yeah, oh. Just having definitely. these star power players. Definitely. It's a really big move for Manchester United to get him back as well. Yeah. The chosen tent, especially considering they're winning, and he'll be in an excellent addition squad, and I'm glad we get him in now. I don't know what his fitness levels are like, but I'm glad we have him in now prior to the Champions League squads being announced. What what would you do if it was a full fully fit Lukaku and a fully fit Slatan? I think it's Lukaku's start and then if we're not winning after 65, 70 minutes, bring Ibrahimovic on for the last twenty minutes or so and see what can happen. And you know it'll happen Ibrahimovic and Lukaku up front at the same time is gonna be an absolute yeah. handful for both teams. Could you picture any other what's that does that remind you of any other like partnership ever or I've never seen two players so physically large yeah. up front that it's going to be very hard because most teams are going to cope by having two on one yeah. defending. Obviously, yeah. And I can see United basically having Pogba managing midfield, then McTarrion out on the right, and whoever, Marshall or Rashford on the left, going to a 4 4 2, and then having Lukaku and Ibrahimovic up front if we need to go. I just I, I can't and see. Any... Like, what are teams going to do? Cross the ball in for the two of them and. <laughs> I can't see teams coping with that. Yeah, but I, I can't see teams intimidating United either as well. No, it's like, no, United, sheer height. United are Pogba even came out and said it. United fear known at the moment, yeah. and like I know we lost Real Madrid in Super Cup final, but if we beat Real Madrid, I wouldn't have been surprised by it. Yeah, and uh, the fact that you can set put Man United's uh, name in the same relation as Real Madrid, it sort of shows where the clubs come. Yeah, the only way is really up for really, isn't it? Um, yeah. Also, Dembele's had to join Barcelona from Borussia Dortmund for... Uh, over 100 million. Over I, 100. I don't know the exact figure. I think it's 113 million pounds. Yeah. The, um, which is what, like 130 million euro? Not not far off, anyway. How much, what age is he? He's like 20. Um, yeah. Couldn't, couldn't, can't do any keepy-uppies, though. Yeah. Neither can Paulinho. It's just... Uh, it's amazing how like these 20-year-olds are going for over 100 million. It makes you think, if Messi was to leave, how much would he go for? Yeah, I'd love to know, am I worth five? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah to be honest if I'm brutally honest I've seen him probably play about six or seven times and he does look very good very fast very, very, very fast. fast very skillful has an eye for goal but do I know a hell of a lot about him that I'm absolutely seeing his price who did he ter- he turned one of the United defenders in- inside out for a pre-season game didn't he Oh, that was last- that was when they were away in China was it was it Jones or Small and he-, he put them on their arse so, whatever Oh, well, it was only a preseason game, but yeah. look, he looks a total package. Whether he can fill Neymar's boots, that's another thing, isn't it? Yeah, he's number 11 now. See what happens there. I don't know if it will, that all, all three of them will click. Yeah. I, I can see him almost not fitting in. I don't mean that in a bad way. I just... I think he likes to get the ball and score. 
uh, as opposed to those players are very unselfish and the goals has happened. Uh, yeah, but it's going to be hard to fill Neymar's boots, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, Same with any player when anyone does that well. Uh, also, Mbappe is going to PSG on loan and then it's going to be like... 166 million pounds, I think. It's like, what? This money is off the rails, man. Yeah. It was like you and Marbs, man. Not, yeah, it was like me and Marbs in the first night. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what? I don't even really know what to say about this because Mbappe was so good last year, but he hasn't done... I know it's only two or three games into the French season, but he hasn't done much for... Monaco, but it could be just be boiling down to yeah, waiting for this move to happen. Yeah, so. but also they're, they're after losing a good few players as well, you know. Yeah, that's true. Um, Where's he gonna start? Is he, like I can't see him starting. They're gonna have to. You see, supposedly what's holding this up is they need to get rid of one one of their players, and they're talking about Lucas Moore leaving, but he's like really good mates with Neymar, so Neymar's like, no, don't let him go. What? So I think I think they're almost thinking about letting Di Maria go. I think he's the next person in line to let go. And well, Drakkar's Drakkar's for the for the gate for the exit doors. Yeah, but like if someone. Yeah, yeah but they need like another person. Yeah, gone. they need someone. The, the well, person who's well, always. I don't letting Cavani go. No. Well, but like, wouldn't, wouldn't, wouldn't yeah, but wouldn't like a top Italian? So I'd love to have Cavani. Wouldn't like Napoli love to have him back? Yeah, but I think it's the experience. Like if you take away roughly thirty year old Cavani and put in a twenty year old Mbappe, you're sort of missing out like ten years of. Yeah, but I feel like Neymar, despite the fact he's a twenty-three, has enough experience. I don't think it's a smart idea this year to do that. I think like let let. Well, I think it's bed. okay. I think it's okay to stick with Neymar and make him your main person if yeah. he if he, you accept that you're not going to win the Champions League this year. I think you have to accept that you're not going to be Champions League competitors. But I think I don't know why I feel like Cavani makes them more Champions League competitors. But I have to agree with you. It does give him that bit of experience. And I do think it sort of steadies the ship a bit more. Yeah, but I, almost, I, almost, I, almost, I almost feel like if PSG got played off the park and it was Mbappe and Neymar up front, they'd, they'd look like kids up there. Yeah, that's the thing, yeah. yeah. Um, I just think Cavani's the close, more beneficial for the exit door than Di Maria. I think Di Maria can really push those. And he's South American and so is Neymar and... I don't know. Although so is Cavani, so I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and how half the defense is Brazilian. Yeah, I, I, you know when you just say something, then like when you actually finish saying what you're saying, you're like that made no sense. Oh, Danny Alves there as well. He's yeah. mates with Neymar as well. Man, the half, half the defense is Brazilian. Is Thiago Silva still there? Is he? Yeah. And your man Marquinhos, he's Brazilian as well. Is Maxwell still there? Who's Maxwell? Still lifting trophies he's from the bench. Probably is there. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? Why not? Yeah. Free trophies, lads. Um, it, to be honest, I, I I don't know what else to say about Mbappe, but fair play to him, and I, I hope he just stays good at football. <laughs> yeah, yeah, hopefully, yeah, for the sake of everybody else. Uh, there's also a few things there we're going to look at. Uh, Alexis Sanchez, will he stay or will he go? Because by the time we do the next podcast, this will be over and done with. Uh, I think he's going to have to go. Yeah. And uh, what about But uh, The money they were putting on offer, they're stupid not selling. I think they're going to keep him. I think they're going to keep him, you know that? You think so? Yeah, or else it would have been done, no? Are Barcelona going to spend more money on the Bailey and if they get Coutinho then they got Neymar or then they got from Neymar are they what if, <laughs> if they buy Coutinho will they yeah. spend more money than, than they got for Neymar possibly that doesn't seem like a good deal though no I don't think I think Neymar is better than getting the Bailey and Coutinho isn't he yeah can Neymar yeah yeah yeah, yeah he is yeah. Uh, also what do you think Oxlade Chamberlain suppose he's going to go to Chelsea from Arsenal um, well, it's probably good for like to get their quota in. Yeah, pull an absolute runner. Suppose yeah. Chelsea want to get a uh, Danny Drinkwater as well. So if that doesn't work out, that's probably to keep the quota. And then what? Naby Keita gone to Liverpool. Yeah. they finally got their man. Even though they were like give us seventy million, they were like no. And like alright, forty eight's fine. 
Yeah. Uh, there must be a load of add-ons because I don't know what's going on with that, but it doesn't seem right anyway. Yeah. Uh, also, this weekend is the return to international football. Um, we are playing against Georgia, I think. Yeah. In Georgia, wherever Georgia is when it's at home. Yeah, Ireland are playing away to Georgia. And... I don't know. I expect nothing less than a win, really, to be honest, but it'll probably be a 1 0 or a 2 0 or a 2 1 win. Um, I'm actually interested to see what uh, squad Keown picks. Or, not Keown, <laughs> fucking Martin <O'Neill. laughs> I don't know why he was thinking Martin Keown. Martin Keown. Uh, yeah, so Ireland played Georgia away in Group D at 5 o'clock on Saturday. Uh, myself and Ross are actually going to be at a lecture picnic this weekend as well. So if you're around, let us know. If you're not, don't let us know. But uh, Ireland away to Georgia, I think that's actually, we should definitely just pull off three points there. All the Irish players have been doing well so far this season. And half of them are at Burnley now, so like, yeah. the Burnley boys. The Burnley boys. And then Ireland also play on the Tuesday against Serbia at home. So we're going to have to try and get tickets for that as well. Yeah, I expect to go to it. I don't know about you, do you? Yeah, I oh, know, definitely, yeah. I mean, why not? Like, What time is that game? Uh, Does it say? No, it's going to be around 8 o'clock. Yeah. Alright, perfect. No, I just want to know for yeah. work. Also, a big shout-out to the Dubs, who are actually going to play in the All-Ireland Final as well in a couple of weeks. Against uh, Mayo. Mayo Bay. Mayo for sandwiches, Dublin for the Sam. Yeah, so uh, we're going to let you pick this weekend. Are you looking forward to it or what? I actually can't wait to go. It should be a good crack. We're doing a bit of work down there, so we paid to be there, which is fantastic. Yeah. And, yeah, it should be a bit crack. It should be a bit more low-key than the usual, I yeah. think. Before we wrap this up as well... Uh, Ross has turned into a MMA master. He went to jiu-jitsu on the Wednesday, and then we did a striking a striking class out in SPG on Thursday. On Thursday, which was great crack, sweating like blade magic. Yeah, so I need you all to come up with a nickname for me and Barry in yeah. our MMA careers. Yeah. Otherwise, we'll have to come up our own, and that's a bit sad. Yeah, that is a bit sad. But uh, yeah, another episode. Can't believe what are we gonna do now after McGregor and Mayweather. This is all. This is all done now. It's all done. <laughs> Oh, you actually know what else is on this weekend? I actually think UFC Holland's on this weekend. Actually, it is. We forgot about it. Struve yeah. was fighting. Yeah, Struve. Yeah, was fighting Volkov. I think it's the only fight on the card worth mentioning. Who do you think is going to win? Quick. Struve. Yeah, we're both we're both back in the skyscraper. Yes. And also... Anything else on it? I, I think... I, I, I can't believe we forgot that, but obviously... No one cared. No man. one cares. It was, it's, all about, <laughs> it's all about the McGregor life. Yeah. So, so, I think that is basically it, is it? Yeah. So, all the action McGregor Mayweather is doing, we're finally going to get back into action. Yeah. Thanks for keeping us, thanks for keep on supporting us. We're going to keep on supporting McGregor. Absolute Irish legend. And as always, stay energized. All right.